So for today's practice, two bolsters might be helpful. A blanket or two, your block and an eye pillow if you have it for the beginning and the end of practice for today. So we'll begin in Shavasana. So come to the mat and lie down. Find a comfortable place to land. You can invite the bolsters in, you can cover up with the blanket, bring the eye pillow if you have one. And find a soft place to be. Today's practice is about ending where we began, coming full circle with our practice. and feeling the changes from beginning to end in our practice. We can create this comfortable place, this comfortable space, and what you'll create now at the beginning of practice, you'll recreate again at the end. And while the physical structure of the shape is the same, most likely we're going to feel different. And that's expected. And we'll acknowledge that. We'll embrace the change. We'll look forward to that change. And recognize it for sure. Soften in. And as you land in this most restorative shape, that is Shavasana, close your eyes, soften your belly, relax your jaw. Begin to deepen the breath. A full breath in and a long breath out. Take a few rounds in this way. And then as we would at the end of practice, just kind of let the breath fade away, staying present with this softness and the stillness and the quiet that you've created.
slowly coming back. Take that gentle roll to the right, being supportive with the hands and the arms to slowly come to seated. Create that reconnection of earth and sky through the length of the spine. And we'll set any blocks or bolsters aside. In this seated shape, however, a small blanket roll underneath the hips, just sitting on the edge of that, is a nice way to land. It's nice to be nice. So let's be supportive of the tailbone and the hips and the knees by bolstering just slightly. And come to a comfortable seat. Could be simple cross-legged, could be a sage position, one foot in front of the other. Could be a thunderbolt position on the shins if you choose. Going to move with Taoist breath this invitation for peace really encourages us to lengthen the inhale and the exhale bringing focus to breath but with some passive movements of the arms that just invite in a sense of calm a sense of ease Taoist breath so the fingertips rest to the floor on either side of you And this is three rounds of three breaths each. So let's take an inhale and the arms come up overhead, the backs of your hands come together up top. And as you exhale, the backs of your hands come down to your shoulders and then you press the palms out toward the side walls, lengthening the arms long. That's a big exhale. The inhale draws the backs of your hands back to your shoulders. And the exhale will press the palms toward the front of the space. The arms grow long, the shoulders round, the back of the head drops long. Take an inhale and open the heart as the arms come up overhead. The palms touch the ceiling. The gaze can lift here if you're good with that. And as you exhale, release the fingertips back down to the floor to either side of the body. The crown of the head rises to the sky. One round. Take a, a long breath in and a long breath out. Round number two. Inhale, the arms come up overhead, the backs, the hands together. Exhale, shoulders, walls. Come down and press out. Inhale, back to the shoulders. And exhale, press to the front, rounding through the upper spine and dropping the head. Inhale, lift all the way up. The heart opens, the chin lifts. And as you exhale, release the fingertips down to the floor to either side. The crown of the head rises to the sky. Pause here for a breath in. And out. Round number three. Inhale. Exhale, shoulders, walls. Inhale, shoulders. Exhale to the front. Inhale up. And exhale down. Pause here, take a long breath in and out. Taoist breath. So we're going to transition the body into butterfly shape. So we'll move the legs and the feet. Use your arms to move around here. The soles of the feet come together. The bolster underneath the hips can stay there. The knees are wide out toward the side walls and the heels are far away from your hips. 
So there's a big space there. And within that space, if you choose to, because this pose is forward moving, you can bring a tall block in, maybe put it on your feet or right to the inside of your heels. Maybe the elbows will rest on that. Maybe the forehead will rest on that. Anytime I bring the forehead to the block, and if you're using an eye pillow, I like to fold the eye pillow in half so it's a little more condensed. Place that on top of the block and put the forehead on that a little cushion because again, it's nice to be nice. So this forward movement, be aware that, that you're not rounding through the spine, but that the spine stays long as you move forward. Soften the belly. So while we're coming into this yin shape of butterfly, and we'll feel some sensation, you know, we're not going to lean in too far with it. We're going to kind of back off a bit and, and keep it to a passive degree, should you choose to. Certainly this is your practice and the option is there to really move in. What we need to remember as we come to the mat, every time we come to the mat, is that our practice is there for us to serve our well-being. And we have options when we come to the mat. It's so important to remember as well as practice. You know, just because maybe you know that your forehead can go down to your feet in this shape, it doesn't necessarily mean that that will serve us today as we come to the mat. So check in as you enter and exit these poses. And land appropriately for today's practice. Tomorrow's practice will be different. Breathe. It's important that we offer flexion in the hips. The, the, the knees moving out toward the sidewalls, we're creating that open space for the hips. And oftentimes in our everyday, we're not in this wide-legged position. You know, we, we do a lot of walking throughout the course of our day. We perhaps sit at a desk or we're driving a vehicle. So failure to offer flexion and that balance of a closed hip to balance with the opening of the hips if we fail to do that and fail to offer that oftentimes that can translate into a sore lower back so if you're suffering from some low back pain perhaps think about offering a bit more flexion like we are here in butterfly it's not a crazy difficult uh, pose to come into to bring ourselves into some form of it and we can offer this flexion for the hips and perhaps ease some low back tenderness or pain. And we're going to slowly back off of our butterfly shape and we're going to move into a three pose series. So as you back up, use the support of your hands and your arms. Set any props aside. You can keep the bolster there for the first uh, two of these three. Let's bring the knees toward each other and the feet will roll to the floor. The first shape is cross-legged caterpillar. So we're gonna extend the legs long toward the top of the mat and cross your right leg 
over top of your left leg, so you're crossed at the ankles. And we've got that forward tilt in the pelvis with the use of a little blanket roll underneath the hips there. This is a bit forward moving, so we're just gonna kind of soften the body forward a bit, not rounding in, but certainly bringing the chest forward. And when you feel some you know, sensation, you can stop there. Softening into that and moving the breath in our cross-legged caterpillar. Caterpillar is very much about lengthening the spine and offering space for the vertebrae. So while you might be feeling some stretching through the back of particularly the left leg, we want to think about offering space for the back body. So as you breathe and move the breath, take the breath to that area. Staying in the first two shapes all that long, we'll soften and settle into our third shape in this series. So as we bring the hands supportive, we'll slowly back up, walking the hands backward and the body lifts. We're gonna lift the right knee and use your hand to do that. Lift the right knee so your right foot slides right up to the outside of your left leg. So right foot on the outside of the left leg. Left leg's gonna stay straight. We're gonna take a little sage twist here with the low leg extended. So take your left arm and hug your right knee. And the right arm comes behind your body to support the twist. So we're gonna press the right hand into the floor and you'll feel the spine lift and lengthen as you turn. We don't wanna lean back into that right hand. We want the right hand to be a prop to keep the spine nice and tall in the twist. Move the breath. So anytime we're in a twist, we have um, a little bit more constriction on the breath, so we really want to find a way to filter a lot of breath into the body. This is also, a twist is a means of letting go, a rinse, if you will. So do that on the exhale, simply just let go. Just offer the exhale as a means of exit for what isn't serving you today. Just rinse it out of your bodies. and we'll release that coming back. Now we're gonna set up for swan here, but here's where we can use the two bolsters and bring actually a little bit more of a restorative offering to the shape, to the yin shape of swan, if you choose to. So we'll remove that blanket, step the right foot over to the right and lift the left knee. So we'll take that blanket out from underneath and here's where if you don't have two bolsters, you can make a blanket roll to use the blanket roll. We're gonna walk the feet over to the left side of the mat, drop the knees to the right. The left leg's gonna straighten out back behind us. We're gonna take one bolster or a blanket roll and you're gonna bring that underneath the hips. So yeah, you're gonna lift up and it's gonna go underneath your body. So we're kind of almost sitting on that bolster. It's gonna be very supportive of that, of the hips and the left leg. You'll feel some of that bolster underneath the thigh. We're gonna lower the body down. Here's where the second bolster or maybe pillows and blanket come in. And you're gonna bring that up to support the upper body. So you'll lay over that second bolster. And you can feel how that brings a very restorative approach to the yin shape of swan. We know they're two very different practices. So I guess we're gonna combine those two things and kind of get the best of both. We feel a little bit of sensation, not as much if the props weren't there. We feel a little bit happening, but perhaps with the use of those props, we're able to bring some softness to the shape. You know, if you have a difficult time with that left leg extension, you might even feel here the left knee is floating. And you can adjust that, uh, that second bolster underneath the hips to float that knee. 
pretty cool. So settle in, soften in, and move the breath. The breath is gonna keep us present. So we're not wandering away and relinquishing the benefits of being on the mat. Stay present. Breathe. Slowly let the hands be supportive of movement away from the shape. Walking the body up and setting that front bolster aside. And kind of carefully roll off of that second bolster, setting it aside. And we're gonna set up those same three shapes for the left side. So we'll bring that left leg around. We'll carry the right leg out. You can bring that blanket back in underneath the hips for cross-legged caterpillar. So supporting the hips, we'll extend the legs nice and long, but this time we'll cross the left ankle over top of the right ankle. And again, this is a little bit of forward movement, so you'll feel some stretching through the back of particularly the right leg here, but we're more interested in lengthening through the spine. 
to move the breath along the length of the spine that'll keep our energy and our presence there. Think about the breath filtering through the vertebrae in and around and filling up the spaces and just amplifying the space between the vertebrae. So the hands will be supportive as we walk this back. We're going to lift the left knee and we'll keep that left foot on the outside of the right leg and the foot comes to the floor. Here's where we'll take that, that sage twist but we'll keep that low leg extended. The right arm is gonna hug the left knee and the left hand is gonna be that supportive kind of prop, if you will, to keep the spine nice and tall. So we'll press the left hand into the floor behind the body. You can feel the spine straighten up and get tall there. And then turn to the left, move the breath. You can feel that little bit of constriction on the twist. Let it filter in. Find a way to get that big deep breath in. See it fill in all the space within. And as you exhale, let that long breath go, empty out and free yourself. So we'll release that and come back, bringing the right foot to the right side, bringing, I'm sorry, left foot to left side, right foot to the floor. So we can set up for that swan position using the props. So we'll slide off of the blanket. You may need that if you don't have two bolsters or pillows. And we're gonna bring the feet over to the right side. The knees drop over to the left. Take the extension of the right leg long behind you. And here's where we'll lift up and we'll bring that bolster underneath. So it's a little bit to set up there. Kind of almost sitting on that bolster, sliding just a bit forward. So we're, the bolster is really underneath that right thigh. It can be underneath the left hip too. You can turn it so it's both. You can feel the left knee might even be floating. That's kind of a cool sensation. Your knees like that. Second bolster or some pillows and the blanket perhaps underneath the upper body as you move this forward to soften into this shape that is swan, but taking, again, a more restorative approach to it using the bolsters.
So the hands are supportive as we find movement, as we start to back away. As you bring the upper body up, set those blocks, bolsters aside. Carefully find your way off of that lower bolster, sliding the blanket out, whatever's there, supportive of the hips and the thigh. find our way to table pose. Table pose is hands and knees. Spread wide through the fingers. Knees land under the hips and the toes are long, but certainly throughout the series as we move through the cat and the cow, you can curl the toes under at any time if that serves you. But let's find foundation in this table linking the breath first, right? We're gonna allow the breath to initiate the movement rather than movement than breath. So find that long breath in, find that long breath out. And then on your next round, when the inhale begins, that's when we'll move into cow pose. Let the breath carry you into the shape. And as the exhale begins, then we start into cat. So let the breath determine the movement and it's probably going to be pretty slow because we can get some long inhales going, we can get some long exhales going. So don't be too anxious to move the body, but certainly dial up the breath. Remember that cow pose on the inhale, the heart slides forward, the hips are lifted, the crown of the head shines to the sky. And as you move into cat, allow that exhale to begin and then the tailbone tucks under and the shoulders widen, the back rounds and the back of the head gets very long. So the breath is moving you, not the body. If you wake up and you're feeling that your balance is off, whether it's, you know, physical balance or energetic balance, any balance within our bodies, the cat and the cow is just a beautiful balancing series. There's so much to offer here, and it's not all that crazy challenging to do. We're in the, the hands and knees position, but you can certainly do this seated. You can do this standing. So there's no reason not to do the cat and the cow. It's so good for you. The movement of the spine, the energy balance. Beautiful series. Let's take a couple more breaths in and out, just allowing that space, that rinse, that movement. What an appreciation we have for this practice and particularly this series at this time. Serves such purpose. And when you're ready, I'm gonna drop into child's pose. So the big toes come to touch, the hips drop back. You can bring a bolster in here. You can bring the eye pillow in to be supportive of the forehead. Mm, that's nice. just dropping in on your child's pose. This is that place where we can really find some freedom. We can really just let go and set ourselves free. Embrace that idea. Let the exhale carry away everything that is adult about you right now. And come, come back to, to being simple simple freedom.
breathe. So we'll allow the hands to be supportive as we press into the floor and walk the fingertips back, the body lifts off of the legs. If you have any props, set them aside for a moment. We'll shift off of the heels, bring the hips to the floor and the legs around so we can bring the spine down to the mat. Have a bolster within reach. and release the spine down. And once the back of the head lands, flatten through the shoulder blades, lengthen long through the back of the head, press into your feet, lift the hips and slide the bolster underneath the hips. Find comfort in the hips landing on that bolster, walk the shoulders away, re-lengthen the back of the head so there's that space. Feel how the low back floats, that's nice. Nice to be nice to the low back there. And we're gonna carefully extend the toes on up to the sky. So the hips are bolstered and the lift of the legs should be effortless. When the feet land toward the ceiling, it should be effortless to hold the legs in that position and that is due to the placement of the bolster. So if you're finding any kind of struggle in the legs being up toward the sky, make some adjustment in the bolster until you can find a happy place to settle into the shape. The knees can be soft. You want the belly soft here. The arms can land down by your sides, maybe wide like wings, palms open to the sky, maybe even lengthening long next to the head. Lots of ways that you can make this yours. Soften into the shape of this inversion. And we're upside down. And that offers us perspective it offers us a new look at things. Things look different when we're upside down. Things look It creates a new point of view. Breathe.
slowly bending the knees and letting the heels drop toward the hips. Step your feet down to the floor one at a time. Gently pressing in, lifting the hips and sliding the bolster out. And here we're back to where we began. The Shavasana that you created at the beginning of practice, find that again, create that again. Coming into comfort, bringing, if you used props at the beginning, use props at the end. Recreate that shape, that soft place, that peaceful place. And when you land, find the breath and breathe in a few rounds of long breath in and long breath out. Soften the belly. Close your eyes. Bring the eye pillow in if you have it. And if you used it at the beginning, relax your jaw. And let the breath roll in and out, softening with each exhale. And then allow that breath to fade away.
awareness. Become aware of the difference. Even as we bring our practice full circle and we find ourselves in the same physical bodily structure as we did at the beginning of practice, how different we are at the end. We have changed throughout the duration of practice. Carefully and slowly, make your way back. Return the body to seated, that reconnection of earth and sky through the length of your spine. Setting any props or blocks or bolsters aside. And as you arrive tall, reconnected, the palms together rise and rest at the heart center. Breathe in life, a long breath in. And out. Softly opening your eyes and the light of this world enters. We are awake, we are new, we are different and changed. You and I were connected. We are one and we are the same. We come from the same energy. And we recognize that with this light that shines brightly within each one of us that is the same, the same light. I honor the light in you. I love you. Namaste.